What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, Kyle from Never Seen It. Today's episode is very fun. We have the very funny Christy Cello on the episode. Uh, she's been on Comedy Central. She's on Comedy Central Roast Battle. Uh, super funny. A good friend from New York City in town. And she has never seen E.T. I think you're going to love it. And I want to remind you, if you're in Los Angeles, on Tuesday, February 12th, which is next Tuesday now, next Tuesday we're doing a live show. And it is at Dynasty Typewriter. And we got John Gabris. We got Henry Zabrowski, who's doing Little House on the Prairie, which will be insane. It is February 12th at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Next Tuesday, come, bring your friends. Tickets are at DynastyTypewriter.com. This episode <laughs> is uh, incendiary. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever said that in a real life? I don't think anyone know. Boy, it was an incendiary Super Bowl. We're here on, guess, Mike Birbiglia returns for his 73rd appearance on You Made It Weird. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh, uh, this is fun. This is uh, the best time. podcast I've ever been on. I'm having on. the time of my life. Oh, boy. I hope it never ends. So Me we, too. uh, I guess I'll just explain how the pod. You know, this everyone listening, this can all be in it, and everyone Yay. can listening. This will be this is the rundown of today's episode of the podcast. We're going to open with your script, oh Christy, God. and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about your movie going experience growing up. I can't wait. And what helps shape who you are. And then we have three games. One is called Before and Afters, mm -hmm. and so what that game is is we combine two movie titles into one new movie title. Oh, I love. I will tell you the. <laughs> <laughs> she just did a curtsy. Uh, <laughs> a curtsy, curtsy. I love that. Game. And uh, I'll tell you the plot to that new mashup movie, and you'll tell me the title. I cannot wait. Uh, oh, and, then and, the other, and, and we're competing with each other. You can other. either compete yeah. or be on a team. 
I think we got to compete. I think you're right. All right. And then the next game is a competition game. It is called Rapid Fire Trivia about a movie you may or may not have seen. We're seeing the movie would definitely help. I'm going to ask everyone 20 very specific questions about a movie. (laughs) And if you've seen it, you'll probably do better. (laughs) So many. Yeah, yeah. It's so that's the feedback we've been getting. <laughs> it could be three. Right, but at this point, uh, uh, we have so the records many. have been established around twenty questions. I understand. So it's sort of like if they if they added more football games mm-hmm. to a season, all the records would get skewed. Oh yeah, it's the same exact it's thing. The, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Yeah. yeah. Sports is just like podcasts. And then we're going to play our final game that we're going to play is a character card on the head guessing game. Oh. So it's a little bit like that diversity day episode of The Office where you will hold a card to your forehead (gasps) and then ask. You have two minutes to discover who you are using only yes or no questions. Oh, it's like heads up. Like heads up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Trademark. Ellen. I love that. I played that over Christmas, and spoiler alert, I did very well. Ooh. <laughs> Against my grandma and my aunt. I like that. Uh, spoiler alert for a thing that happened in the past that there's no video proof anywhere of. Spoiler alert for the next part of my story. Spoiler alert. I was going to watch your Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm just catching Sorry up. Don't, don't spoil Arbor Day for me. I'm catching up. <laughs> Uh, but first things, it's the script, and we introduce the show. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and television <laughs> shows they have never seen before. Today, we're joined in studio all the way from New York City. Uh, Christy Cello is here. Yay, everybody. everyone. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm day five into Los Angeles. Oh. It's rained most of the time. It's rained the entire time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but I'm like, really uh, excited. He, what if, what's the best time to visit L.A.? Well, it rains and the Super Bowl takes over a day. Yeah. Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> but it's pilot uh, season. <laughs> I know. And, oh, uh, and I, I, I thought myself. it was rabbit season. Yeah, I get a pilot every season. That's, wow. Every one of them. <laughs> this is the sketch we great? need to make. Is uh, You put up a sign that says pilot season, and I rip it down. It says rabbit season, and you rip it down. <laughs> It says pilot season again. And we shoot a pilot. <laughs> and then someone shoots one of us in the face, but our head just turns around. <laughs> uh, we're also back here in studio with us to hang out, talk movies, and read some parts in the script. Caleb Simon. That's here. right. Yay. That is my name. The man, um, the myth, the legend. We've gotten some wonderful feedback about the show where people say, love some of the extra guests more than others. So I don't know what that means, but hopefully Caleb's one of the ones they love more. Hopefully. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh man, I know my parents listen to every podcast I'm on, so it probably might be them. They yeah. might be like, eh. What's your mom and dad's? What are their names? Bert and Debbie. Hi, Bert and Debbie. Bert and Debbie. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your son's ass. Don't curse. Don't curse. Yeah, they've turned oh, it off sorry, now. Sorry, Bert and Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. They've trying, never listened to a full podcast I'm on. They right. turn it off when the language. They're trying fits. to scrabble ahead to where it's clean. Well, Bert and Debbie, if you want your teeth to get clean, check out quip.com slash. This is a great toothbrush. They have great dental health. Uh, I want to, before we get into the script, I the Super Bowl is yesterday. So we're recording this. This is coming out, I think, in, on this Thursday. So the oh, Super Bowl just happened. Okay. And that show that was on after the Super Bowl, we started talking about, you guys both love Survivor. Oh, oh yeah, and Survivor is. We've oh. talked a lot with Caleb oh. about Survivor on this show. Oh, yeah. Survivor is the preeminent CBS reality game show ever. Maybe the mm-hmm. most important reality game show ever. I think it's the most important thing that's ever happened. Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I also think it's really funny that you guys have talked about this before. Yeah. I haven't oh, had yeah. a conversation about Survivor. Well, Caleb was Survivor. rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Three. 
Meaning you've already watched? I watched it when it came on and I was a kid and it was like big、mm. and it was like a culture. But now everybody's like, it's still on. I'm like, oh, it's better than it's ever it's been. Not only is it on, it's on. Oh, it's on. Yeah. I, get, it, I got so into this past season. It、mm-hmm. really consumed my life. Yes. Wednesday nights, I didn't want to do shows. It's better than my life. I wanted to watch it live. It's better than my life. Because I was afraid I'd get spoilers as if people are still talking、right. about it. <laughs> Don't、Nobody's、you. Oh, man. It. It, like, it, like, people, like it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> And you're、yeah. just like, oh, 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 it's got worse once it got ahead of the books. <laughs> uh, but Kyle, you don't watch. Oh, it's the best. I remember really being into season one. And I、oh, still think season about season one is a piece of shit think, compared still, to how I'm going to do it. I still think about season one all the time because. Uh, that rat speech is so good that she gives at the end, the、yes. last episode. It's is the rat and the mat, or is the snake and the rat, or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely a rat.、Uh, but that speech is like, that's like cinematic.、Yeah. And also,、uh, the、It、fact、is. that Richard Hatch didn't report his million dollars that he won on his taxes. He won a million dollars in front of 700 million people. And then on his taxes, was like, didn't win any money this year. There's a box that's like, did you win any money? On a game show this year, and he's like, Not that I can recall, but did he did he fill out his taxes in character? Because that is what <laughs> well, there Richard was little, Hatch the Rat would do. There were little、That's、stains because、so、he tried to put it in his pocket when he left. I'm just confident that I would do really well on the show. I could、yes. outplay, outthink, and outlast. <laughs> You said that like, that's what <laughs> just so everyone knows, that is the phrase. That is the, the tagline. The Survivor fans are going nuts right now. What if, you, what if you didn't know the phrase and you're like, I would do so well on Survivor? I would not be the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> I would not goodbye. <laughs> I would want to be a millionaire. We would play this game like in my middle school, I think it was. How old was I? I don't know what, how old I was when it came out, but we did our own Survivor like in the neighborhood. And we'd have these tribal councils、oh, and we'd try to do challenges. To do and people, and I got eliminated very early. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> well,、um, not going to lie, the rumors are true. I was I out. Spoiler very, alert. Spoiler alert. I would I do really well on the show. The one time I did do the show, I got last.、Uh, <laughs> I was. First voted off the island being my backyard. Oh, no. <laughs> you had to leave. It's like that Simpsons episode where Bart has to watch everyone play in his pool because he breaks his leg. And so he's just, you're just、uh, rear windowing everyone else in the game. <laughs> It's all about the alliances. I form an alliance with you guys on the show. Yeah. Would you form、nice. an alliance with me? Sure. I would, but I would be wary. Okay, explain to、I'd、me why. I'd be very wary of you. Why, why, why is that? Because you just told me how competitive you are, and wait, you didn't come here to come in second. You know what the best thing about me is I'm very nice, but am I? Oh. Oh, I'm not sure. You should have a bigger pause in there so people can <laughs> make choices. I'm embarrassed.、Uh, I really am. LA's changed me already. So we, yeah. You wait till you're, they always say you have to be here at least seven days before it's completely <laughs> perfect、person. and nothing changes. <laughs> Um, that's、uh, my favorite LA thing is how long people, because I didn't like it when I first got here, and it's still okay. Yeah. And it's、mm-hmm. a fun game is how long people tell you you have to be here before it's not the worst place in the world to be. People be like,、uh, like when you first get here, people be like, you got to give it a year. And then people are like, how long have you been here? I'm like, a year and a half. They're like, got to give it 13 years and have a kid. 13 years and have a kid. And LA is one of the better neighborhoods around Los Angeles. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it just continues to increase. Uh, but what, we were trying, what was that? That game was called The World's Best. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. I went off on a tangent. Oh, no, that's all right. Uh, there's, it's so complicated. I don't understand. Because I know I'm a huge RuPaul fan. Yes. So I'm thrilled that they're judging. Um, it's RuPaul... Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. And who's the and, uh Oh, Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Oh, yes. Faith. Which, to be, what you think, Faith? <laughs> Faith, Faith. Hill, Faith Hill to me sounds like where teenagers make out. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but the so worst part that. is James Corden it just inserts himself into every he's, act. He's, where he's like, what if I, I was in your, I your know, group? I know. He's just like. And Put then, me in your group. It's so, That's so bizarre to me. That is, I we watched it because it was on after the Super Bowl. Exactly, and then then they knew Ugh. that's why everyone would watch it. And then he's just like, "That was great, what you just did." Well, if a well, if, well, if I was a in it, Chubby Brit did it too, <laughs> and they're just like, "I don't know, we we don't." Are you gonna jump and chop a block yeah. with your leg? I'll do it. <laughs> They're like, could you do this? He's like, I could definitely do your talent, but it will take a while and yeah. be unentertaining to watch. <laughs> and then it just the crowd's like, <laughs> here's why I don't think it'll catch on. Fine. The scoring in the game involves so much math. Yes. And Americans, <laughs> like, they're like, all right, we're going to have three judges and average that and then tally 50 more judges. Amer- Americans aren't here to average and then add. They're not, yeah. no. You're not PEMDOSing a game show again <laughs> with Americans out here. Yeah, it was very confusing. And then two people got, like, perfect scores, and then a guy clearly came out to lose, to show you that people could lose. Right. Like, what the if a man, sword yeah, guy? Sword eat man? Space Cowboy. And then the next guy was that. called yeah. also called Space something. Or yeah. Cowboy something. It Another like Space cowboy. cowboy. There's the Mongolian Cowboy Mongolian and the Space Cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> and then Tony Romo's calling the whole thing, so they have a former cowboy. It was also every every act, it was like, can you believe it's them? It was like, uh, Asian country, huh? And then it was like, like little, how about little, little singing, little, they're, they're Filipino singing Beyonce. I know, they were so, it seemed huh? so dismissive of everywhere. And they're like, can you believe we found a talented person from that country to be right. a judge? Oh. Like, look, we got someone from, what's this place called? Britain? Yeah. <laughs> but then the guy who didn't get it, the sword swallower looked like a sword swallower. He looked yeah. like he did, did that. So yeah, I mean, I think it. he had something built into his body to become better at sword swallowing. Yeah, yeah, so... so- I don't want you to look like what you well, do. Well, to be fair, I have, my, I have my set list <laughs> tattooed on my palm. <laughs> How do you, like, advance? Who are the people that aren't the judges that are voting? Anderson Silva? Well, they were just, they were like 50 experts. <laughs> oh, they're 50 yeah, experts? They're like, but it's like yeah, experts in what? They're like sort of famous people from all these countries. Like Anderson Silva's an MMA fighter from Brazil. So he was the Brazilian famous representative. Oh, they were all from, oh, see, I missed and, this whole part. But it's like, why would a sword swallowing expert judge the guy who's uh, juggling? Yeah. Why, how is he still an expert? And then it was, the guy swallowed swords and they were like, well, we've got a, and they like, James Corden looks around the judges, like, we got a... Magician, magician. What do you think of sword swallowing? <laughs> it's like it's like the Mitch Hedberg. Uh, can you farm? Yeah. Like that's what it felt like. So America doesn't vote. The viewer doesn't vote at no, all. No, no, no. Viewer has no that's, power. You vote with mistake. you vote with your clicks. Uh, and you got to have people calling in. Your Nielsen box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know weird. what? That being said, I'm gonna probably watch it next week. <laughs> I can't remember. I gotta see how I gotta see what happens. I said something where I was like, if this happens, I if I was like, if, oh, if everyone wins, I will keep watching the show. Or if someone <laughs> dies, if they showed someone dying in the first episode, because they they did that fake cutaway where they, they made it look like the sword swallower like <sighs> fell, right, right, and then you came back and he was just sitting down. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, oh. I was like, if he just died, I'll watch the show because that'd be a ballsy move to somehow suppress all of that press release. Yeah. And then also man air dies it. Dirt. Right. And then the man, uh, we got a Anderson Silva, you fight for a living. How do you feel about this guy dying? I mean, they still don't pass him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Drew Barrymore's just like, not know. for me. Not for me. She gave him a 25. You gotta leave him wanting more. And what's yeah. the deal with the score? What's the highest score? Why isn't it out of 10? Well, because the easiest way to tell how good someone is compared to everyone else in the entire world, because that's what they're doing is ranking you, com- yeah. is to have three judges rank you out of 50, average of those, 50. and then have 50 judges rank you out of one and add each individual one onto the average out I'm of 50. I'm already lost. It's just the easiest way. Yeah. I remember, what was that show where they had a banker and then he would offer you money? Deal or no deal? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that one. That was always confused. I was like, who's this guy? I never, I always thought. It was me. That was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Imagine it was your silhouette <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, $80. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. Uh, the, the banker won't pick up the phone. He, she keeps texting us. <laughs> I, have some, I have a bitmoji that says uh, SMH. <laughs> Uh, But, okay, speaking of Drew Barrymore. Oh, hey, Transition. (laughs) Hey, Transition, how you doing? Not bad. Uh, You've never seen E.T. I've never seen E.T. I have to confess, I've also never seen Ah, E.T. The truth comes out. I've seen it. Uh, You have seen Mm -hmm. it. So how, (laughs) this is, this, this show all prompted, like, the whole, I told, because this was a live show before yes. it was a podcast, never seen it. And the first one I, I ever did was Jaws. I saw. And yeah, and we, and it then amazing. it all came from me talking about how I I was like, I like Spielberg. And then people started listing Spielberg movies and I had never seen any of them. <laughs> and that's like, oh, maybe I like Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think I'd never seen Indiana Jones, any of the Indiana Jones movies. I'd never seen E.T. I'd never seen Jaws. Uh, but it's like wow. Jurassic Park and... Ready Player One. <laughs> Ready Player One. What if that's the old? That's the intro to the Steven Spielberg I world love for me. Is Steven Spielberg? I like Ready Player One, but I didn't like his other movies. They didn't reference enough movies. <laughs> <laughs> I only like movies that are mostly based off stuff I haven't seen. Like I watched Jurassic Park, and none of the people from Halo were in it. <laughs> Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, Jurassic Park's maybe my favorite movie. That's a good one. Movie. Um, I love that movie. But like all these like E.T. and Jaws and Indiana Jones, like pretty much everything, any Spielberg from before was one. Did Spielberg do Back to the Future? I don't know. Yeah, but I just saw that like last year. And that uh, all based off I've of this too. I've seen Jaws. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones. And I almost picked one to do that for this. Yeah. But something about this, I think it's more surprising that I haven't seen Eat. Like I'm not into Indiana Jonesy stuff, but like aliens that I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you like Survivor, you'll like Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's what I say. It's like no, what, maybe, here's yeah. what I need in uh, media that I'm viewing is uh, tattered loins. <laughs> <laughs> tattered loins. <laughs> So, That's a, some merch. If it, <laughs> I'll buy some oh, tattered loins. Yeah, yeah, it's no Qui Gon with mug. the gin, but. <laughs> And was Qui-Gon Baby gone? <laughs> Qui-Gon Baby gone is the winner. That's the yeah, best thing. I, I, I like Qui-Gon Girl. <laughs> Where Darth Maul is just planting evidence. <laughs> Qui-Gon Girl. Uh, okay, so you've never seen E.T. Correct. I've also never seen E.T. What is, 
We'll talk about what you brought into it once we're done with the script here. Sounds great. But you get to cast the script. Oh, this is so <laughs> including exciting. the stage directions. Including the stage directions. Um, I think that I will read. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read the stage directions. Perfect. And I would like um Caleb to read. Bo- uh, Drew Barrymore. Okay, I'll be Drew Barrymore. And Kyle, you can be boy. Finally, a role. <laughs> I'm Drew Barrymore. <laughs> this got so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Should okay. I start whenever? Uh, I think there's one more character to cast. Oh, I forgot. Would you oh, like- there's actually two. Oh, there's there's ET. I'll be ET. Okay. Oh, and I'll be the mom. Okay. All right, and one more. Oh, yeah. and the dad? Yeah. Um, I'll be the dad. Great. Am I am I casting myself too much? No, it's yours. You can be all of them. Yeah, because those are just little baby parts. Right. So I'm gonna be mom, dad, <laughs> ET, stage directions. Right. Wow. Hell yeah. And who's gonna be stage directions? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, me, idiot. All right, I've pr- I've pulled up the ET theme song. <laughs> Guys, wow. Okay. Uh, whenever you're ready. <clears throat> Interior, a big ass old house <laughs> that foul looks language like, already. <laughs> Debbie's, well, she, your parents are already turned this Oh up. boy, that looks like it might be haunted because it probably is. It looks like the house from Peter Pan, which is a movie I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> now we turn off all of the caps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I yelled it. Two kids sit around a coffee table, crisscross applesauce. One is a little girl named Drew Barrymore, and the other is a boy. (laughs) He's a few years older, and they're playing Connect Four. Connect Four! Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's not what I wrote! So much foul language. I can't really be a part of this project. Yeah, we could host a late night show called Jimmy Fowlin Bridge. Oh, man, you always beat me. Guess that's what I get for being the baby sister. <laughs> oh, wait, Drew we gotta grab instruments. fucking Barrymore. Oh, we have instruments? Yeah. Oh, they hear a noise coming from the chimney. It sounds like, it sounds like a beatboxer doing a wiki-wiki sound. They are startled. Doing a wiki-wiki. What the heck was that? I know, it's Santa. But it's only September. I know that because we're all wearing fall clothes. <laughs> I'm in a hoodie. I'll go look. Drew Barrymore heads towards the chimney. There is a loud thud. <laughs> Followed by a dust cloud. <coughs> Santa? Through That was beautiful. Ooh. Through the dust, an alien appears. He speaks. Era, 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 <laughs> beep, beep. Blip. Whoops. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Ah! Ah! Fuck. <laughs> we hear we hear stomping coming from upstairs. Oh no, it's mom and dad. They call out from the top of the staircase. Chil- children, is everything okay down there? E.T. runs and hides under the coffee table and makes a shh face, but they trust him because he seems nice. Um, <clears throat> Yes. I don't know why he made a voice. Like, he's yes. disguising who he is to his I'm a man, um, not a boy. It is us, boy. Uh, we're fine, and, and we're playing a monster game. Right, Drew Barrymore? Right. Uh, now it's my turn to be the monster. Roar. Ah! <laughs> oh, 
but piped out. I'm watching the game. <laughs> the parents resume their upstairs activity of watching a sports game. E.T. is... Wow, timely. <laughs> The sports game. <laughs> I wrote this yesterday. <laughs> E.T. is still hidden under the table. Now he seems scared and sad. It's okay, alien. What's your name? Mine is Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Peaky Shooey Pop. Peaky Shooey Pop. E.T. I think he's saying his name is E.T. That stands for extraterrestrial. It's nice to meet you, E.T. That's my big brother. And we were just playing Connect Four. Do you want to play with us? <sighs> Hmm, I think he's trying to tell us something. E.T. starts to pantomime using a rotary phone. He can't speak the human language, so he is, re he is relying on his <laughs> acting, which all aliens can do. You're telling us you want to make a phone call? E.T. starts jumping up and down because Drew Barrymore guessed correctly. Oh no, our phone is broken! <laughs> <laughs> but we can get on my bike. I'll drive you to a payphone on the corner. My bike has a basket in it, and you can sit on it and wear my hoodie so people aren't like, uh, that Aaron? Drew Barrymore, you should stay home because I don't think you're in this part. He must be lost and need to call his mom. I'll miss you, E.T. I love you. Drew Barrymore starts crying, <laughs> and they share a hug. Then Boy scoops up E.T. because uh -huh. he is strong, and they sneak into the garage. Interior of the garage. They they get on the boy's bike and take off exterior of the street to the corner where the payphone is. The boy is pedaling really fast because he also has to pee. Okay, here we are now. You can make your call now. <laughs> E.T. Phone home. Yeah, okay, great. That's perfect. Can you call your mom and she can come pick you up? <laughs> E.T. puts a quarter in. They must have <laughs> payphone. <laughs> <laughs> They must have payphones where he is from. And he calls his mom. We hear their alien talk, and it's cute. E.T. hangs up. <clears throat> uh, is she coming? E.T. nods. Suddenly, we see a flash of light from the sky, and it is an alien spacecraft. Boy is in awe, but also distracted because he has to pee. Mm -hmm. E.T. hugs Boy and then floats into the spacecraft. Boy waves goodbye. Then he gets back on his bike, begins to pedal into a beautiful sunset, and pisses himself. <laughs> the end. Thank you guys so much. Your rating was also excellent actor choices. Hey. I, I didn't give you direction. No, I mean, so I'm you really, really made good. some. I mean, I I felt like I but was. I, could, like, I saw you eyeballing me to say stuff certain ways. <laughs> You saw the signs I'm holding up? <laughs> yeah, this, like Wiley Coyote walked off a cliff and hasn't looked down yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yelp? So, I, yeah, I've never seen the film, but I think that sums it up. I do. Okay, there's the iconic uh, bicycle basket hoodie. Yes, and there's E.T. Phone Home. E.T. Uh, phone Home. I think you've seen it. <laughs> I think uh, you're a liar. Oh, wait, I need this. Still. I'm trying to think. I don't know I, what else I know. I think the government comes for him. Is that the right? The government is involved. I have not seen E.T. I have on mute watched some movie that supposedly rips off E.T. that was made by McDonald's. McDonald's made a movie? Am, is, am I making this up what? out of nowhere? Rebecca, I think, knows what I'm talking about. This is... I was going to say, if there's, if there's anything in Rebecca's wheelhouse, it's knowing the movie <laughs> that I'm talking about that is the rip-off E.T. No, because this is... Like, but Mac and Me. And Ma it is and made me. by McDonald's. 
and it has a little alien who looks like E.T. with, like, bigger ears. Oh, my God. And it's the same movie, and I watched on mute on Thanksgiving. <laughs> This, Look, this Thanksgiving? Oh, it was almost up there. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's just an Doesn't alien. that look like that meme when when you nut and she keeps sucking? Stop <laughs> Good it. God, Caleb. <laughs> That's the face. I've seen it on that meme. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Nuts. Or he. You know, people. Wait, why people... is Paul Rudd next to him? I think he's in Mac and Me. Is he in that? He's in me. Stop. No, no, no. He has a bit where he goes on Conan to promote a show, oh. and every time they go to show a clip from Paul Rudd's uh, upcoming movie, they show the same clip from <laughs> Mac and Me. It's like a, and so he'd be like, "Oh, you're an Ant Man," and they're like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Check out a clip," and it's a clip of Mac and Me flying off a cliff, like in a shopping cart or something. <laughs> Wait, so why did why did why did McDonald's make it? Yeah, just to make money and 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 I guess benefit off of ET's. Why did you popularity? watch it on Thanksgiving? I don't know. Everyone, we're trying to play code names, but there's too many rules. Oh, there are too many rules. <laughs> it's one of my. What's up? Oh, we'll be right back. Oh yeah, I gotta do a. We'll be right back. We take breaks. We forgot. Hey everyone, we're gonna. Uh, do it right back. Perfect. We'll be right back. Be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. People love us because we, the professionalism. <laughs> it's come for the when you nut meme references, stay for the professionalism. <laughs> how, how like gross is the sentence when you nut? When and you she nut. She keeps sucking. And she keeps sucking. I don't want any of this. Those in memes it. are I want funny, the first though. reference, but I don't want this. I Look, want to start what with if, this. What if this is the one where my parents figure out iTunes? <laughs> 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 to be fair, they will hear the word meme and just go right. get a glass of milk or something in the other room. Um, okay. All right. We ready to come back? Yeah, of course. We don't actually have to. St- right. <laughs> you tell me. You can and edit it to somehow back. the break is longer. <laughs> yeah. Get, 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 give us a run in. All right. <laughs> What, what is, what, you bring us back. All right, we're back with. <laughs> go get that Squarespace. Go, go to the on. store and get your Squarespace. Uh, there's no way that we did a Squarespace ad. I wish. Squarespace. I wish so much. Uh, clean. Okay. So before it's very we clean. before we move on to some questions and talking a little bit about ET and stuff, how many views do you think the ET theme song has on YouTube? On YouTube. Oh, I bet it's got game one. Three and Impromp- a half million. Impromptu. Two. Are we doing prices right style? One dollar. No. <laughs> okay, well you are competitive. Two 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 million. It is eight point eight million. Whoa. And this isn't this one for some reason he photoshopped it to look like instead of a bicycle, they're riding a unicycle, which is kind of a funny visual. That's cute. Um okay. So wow, you haven't surprising. seen ET. E. T. is like one of these I've one of these like shaping like i can't it's so big it's like a pop culture thing right mm-hmm. et phone yeah. home is bigger than the movie i think he uses a speak and spell is that right yeah and reese's pieces right it was like a lot of product oh, placement yeah. was in the movie mm-hmm. i have some reese's pieces in that bag oh hell yeah oh. um Ooh. what was 
the for, do you remember the first time going you like went to the movies and were like what's like the first memory of movie going yeah hold I on didn't... let me say the same thing again somehow and <laughs> let me reword it seven different <laughs> ways but like a preeminent like a, one of the earliest times of a movie to goings to goings <laughs> I you know it's funny because I watched like a ton of TV growing up yeah but I didn't I never went to a movie theater until I saw the Lion King in theaters really oh. which I feel like is later in life I don't know what year that came out like 94 95 yeah so I was oh, yeah. t- 10 um so yeah what did you say it was called straight up haven't heard of it (laughs) and with et like i did you know i remember there would be a boy in my elementary school who dressed up as the boy for halloween and he had like a little basket i remember being like what co- what's your costume? Like, what are you? Yeah. And he was like something from E.T. Or I don't know what the boy's name is. But like that was the first time I was like, oh, what's E.T.? I haven't. Let me. I think I know the boy's name. Is it Elliot? Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. And I think to be honest, I think at that time, I wouldn't have wanted. I didn't. I, I've never wanted to watch it. And yeah. I think as a kid, I think I thought I was going to be scared of it. Okay. <laughs> like I feel like the alien, the thought of like an alien coming yeah. to my house. Like, no, yeah. thank you. Right. And now as an adult, I just don't really care that much. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel with... I wasn't afraid of it, but I never got around to watching Hook. And oh, I love Tom then Hook. I went to put, put Hook, put Hook on... Put Hook. Uh, <laughs> uh, went put Hook on Netflix, and it's like two hours and 30 minutes. And I was like, wow. How? Yeah. How? And I just turned it off immediately when I saw how long it was. Yeah, and I'm never no going to get around to it. Uh, but it's I also... I know Rufio... I think Robin Williams is in it. Yeah. Um, Hook is two and a half hours. Right. Oh. It's funny because like we, I never like going to the movies wasn't a thing as a kid. I watched a lot well, of what movies was on like TV. The t- what was like the TV that you like? What's like the earliest thing you remember following the whole time? Did you know does that make sense? Or like something that like a must watch for Probably you? Probably like Nickelodeon, like anything on SNCC. Mm-hmm. With like Stick Stickly. I think that there's a lot of because we're all comedians. The yeah. three of us are all comedians. I think that's there's not enough when people talk about like what like really influenced there's like comedians are who are like Carlin. And I'm like I was so much more influenced by like Amanda Bynes on yes. all that and like stuff like <laughs> yes, well it's like that. when I got older I like listened to Carlin and you know the famous bits and stuff and it's very timely and yeah he's very funny right. but it's like what made me think being funny was fun early was like Lori DeBerg and, and uh, Keenan and Kel Keenan and Kel and like those were shows that I remember watching and thinking oh people can like there's a way to like kind of be funny and then as I got older yeah. I, you start wa- going you know watching and appreciating comedians but same. yeah a lot of stuff that I was into in comedy was Nickelodeon me live too. shows me too the same yeah so it's uh, when people say that I'm like what what five-year-old is like boy that George Car like when you're when you're actually <laughs> forming any- your mind <laughs> I can't say any of these words on TV yeah <laughs> Cocksucker motherfucker too. Like it's like a five year old. Come on. My, I, yeah. my parents watched um In Living Color though, and I did I do remember being a kid watching that. Mm-hmm. And I loved that show. And I was very yeah. into Jim Carrey and I was very into like I remember like all his characters, like Fire, Marshall Bill. Yeah. I just remember a lot of that. So I do remember that because they watched it. It was it was like, you know, I either watched what my parents had on TV or Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was like, I was very, I liked Adam Sandler was probably the first time I thought I found a comedian. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy's like my age, which he isn't. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. felt like oh, and his like early like prank stuff, like calls and his albums and stuff are so funny and yeah. still so funny. And I was like, oh, I found a comedian. Um, you want to know what's weird? But then he was already famous. That's funny. I was thinking too, this is like a really, I haven't thought about this in so long. In like high school, like in those like formative years, I remember thinking like, a big cultural phenomenon for me and my friends was truly jackass. Like when that <laughs> yeah. came out, yeah. we were like, this is the funniest. Right? Like Steve-O was like stapling mm-hmm. shit to his head. And we're like, this is humor. But there's something about like feeling like you could do it. There's like, a, it's like a yeah. link between watching stand-up. To me, stand-up didn't feel like it could possibly be a job until I was like in high school and went and saw a comedian. But when I was in like eighth grade, yes. Jackass was like, okay, so you can, there are ways to kind of do things yes. and it'd be funny with your friends. Yeah. And this could, and then, you know, and, and we, we I loved it. Things. Yeah. I still think a lot of it's very funny. I could never get into the body stuff, anything where it's eating or yeah. pulling body parts or stuff like that. Uh, was always a little gross for Pulling me. Pulling body Yeah, yeah, parts. that one part where Steve was like, I'm going to have someone pull my finger. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that was... No, like, it, like they would, like, pop blackheads and stuff, and I hated yes. that. But when it's... A lot of stuff Johnny Knoxville... I don't know Knoxville if you were like, watching Jackass. No, yeah, yeah. Are they yeah, popping uh, blackheads and no, pulling fingers? No, that's one fingers? of them, for sure, isn't it? They, like, pop yeah. it, and then they, like, dangle it over people like he's going to make them eat a blackhead. Yeah, I don't they, remember they, that they, at I all. remember stuff like that. But uh, the Johnny Knoxville stuff, that was very elaborate, was always so funny to me. It was really funny to me, too. And yeah, and I remember, I mean, also I had a crush on Johnny Knoxville. I drove a 1985 Silver Thunderbird, Google it, it's atrocious. And I had a bumper sticker of Johnny Knoxville on my car that I got from like Hot Topic. Do you mind Whoa. if first I Google Atroche and then I just Atroche. go back <laughs> to get to your car? But uh, then, you know, yeah. but yeah, because as a kid, we're not, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't thinking like, you know, I knew I liked humor, but it was just. You know, it was all, also, too, it was like, well, what are my friends laughing at? Like, what are people talking about? Yeah. You know, and for us, that really was, like, jackass. Or, like, I'm trying to think if MTV had anything that I would watch that was, like, Oh, uh, yeah, I think jackass. Was that guy's MTV? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember uh, Bam Margera? Yeah, I liked Viva La Bam when it first Viva started. La Bam. But there, that was the point. There's such a specific point where I aged into being like, oh, he's mean. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To his parents. I was like, right. It went from yeah. me being like, look at this funny guy hit his parents. Like, why is this funny guy hitting his parents? Oh. Like, <laughs> I have one more too. And I, I just remembered. Tom Green and Andy Milanakis. Uh, Remember yeah. the Andy Milanakis show? I do. For some, I don't know if I we didn't have... MTV at the time to watch that it. That was huge. But my, I, uh, we didn't see that. And then my bum that. is on your lips. My bum is on your, or whatever, like the, the yeah. bum song. You're thinking yeah. of Eminem. Eminem, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the first Eminem t- show. <laughs> what a fun one to kick back and watch every week. <gasps> the Eminem show. I never <laughs> thought about that in so long. I'm very, feeling very nostalgic. But no, that is, it's interesting to like, because you, if, yeah, I like stand up. And once I got a little bit, in high school, even before I wanted to do stand-up, and it was way before I ever did do it, I did, like, find a way to download all the Comedy Central Presents and, like, yeah. watch yeah. a couple seasons of that. And I remember really liking uh, uh, Hots, Jeremy Hots. Yeah, yeah. Who's, like, just, he has jokes I still remember to this day. Wow. He's, like, a very neurotic comedian. And he had this, he had a joke. What a horrible place what that is. What a horrible is. place yeah. that is. No and he would, like, always, like, sort of, like, uh, but he had, the, I remember he had a joke. He's like, uh, he's like driving on the freeways fun, seeing all those skid marks on the median. 
How are you hitting the median on your own? And he's like, <laughs> and he just has jokes I see ripped off all the time. And I'm sure he's still yeah. a working comedian somewhere. He's got a dentist joke I've heard ripped off so often where he's just like, he's like, you go to the dentist, the hygienist is like, oh, your gums are bleeding. And I'm like, oh, yeah? You think it's from that sharp thing you shoved in my mouth? <laughs> He's funny. Yeah, I remember seeing his too when I came. Around. And and a lot of those comedy. That's where I first like found Nick Swardson and like people like that. Oh, these yeah. comedians that were like, but that was early. And then it still didn't seem like a real thing. It just it's when I first discovered Comedy Central presents. It felt yeah. like I was the only person who knew about stand up. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, that's funny. I can relate to that. I remember the first joke I ever heard in stand-up form that made me laugh, and I still think it's so funny, and I don't, I I might butcher it, but it was Ellen DeGeneres, Mm -hmm. and she had this great joke about how she went to some place and saw, like, a deer head on the wall, but the deer head had, like, like, Mardi Gras style, like, beads hanging on it, Mm -hmm. and the joke was something about how, like, Oh, you know, she thought it was really messed up that they would kill this animal, especially when it was at a party. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking that was the funniest thing. Yeah. That is really funny. Ellen, I mean, her stand-up is so funny. I didn't watch her so new special funny. or anything, but every old late yeah. night thing is so funny. Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. She's recently. Great. She's got some good, like, long, like, concept <laughs> bits and stuff, too. Yeah. And I remember her talking to someone and talking about how she like she thought it would be so funny to do this bit and she bombed some like America's well not what was it called Star Search or something like that yes. by like she just went up and she's like to fill time she like ate McDonald's during her whole audition <laughs> thinking it would be like funny and they would think it was like a big performance yeah. thing and then they just kind of she's like and they just hated it <laughs> like, oh, she's like man. she's like no no this I got a good joke I just I'm, we didn't have time in the waiting room and she like eat more of a cheeseburger and she's like oh my time is up. <sighs> It is really funny what I was going to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> left. <laughs> she ate a whole Big oh, Mac and stuff. really funny. I do love yeah. her. And that was, yeah, that joke slayed me. Yeah. I'll have to find it and see. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, That's great. I, I sometimes, I always forget about watching old, like, Nickelodeon stuff. And I'm sure, I think Keenan and Kel is coming back. And I've seen them, like, like. Wait, are you joking? No, I've seen, like, little tweet. Murmur, like, or maybe they're just like hey, we're hanging out and are taunting everyone or something. Right, right. But uh, oh yeah, all that was everything. I mean, the Amanda show, Amanda Bynes. I think that what was it called? What was the show called? The comedy show. All that. Like all that. That's right. All that was. A f- I watched that before I ever watched Saturday Night Live. Me too. And I was like, it's crazy that this show has nothing. I, it just blew my mind that there was like cut up reoccurring segments on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, this is so, and I liked Lori DeBerg's. Uh, I still follow her on uh, Instagram. What was her, uh, uh, she basically did the weekend update for kids. Yes. And that was so funny to me. Lori was great. And I was like, how do they make this? Like, yeah. how are there so many jokes in the world? Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny too. Thinking, I was thinking of like quotable things I'd say from that show. And it was always how uh, Kel loves orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. I do, I do, I do. I Ooh. think about Sagan, Baggin, Barry anytime yes. I hear the word Barry or Baggin or Sagan. But like, that's what it was all about was like these quotable <laughs> things. Like, even like Ace, like Jim Carrey with Ace Ventura. Like, yeah, alrighty yeah. then. Like, as a kid, it was like you would just say, you would try to say that, and then people would laugh, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I this think, is the funniest yeah. thing." It's, I think specifically about um, uh, Ace Ventura when people our age are like, "That's comedy sucks." These comedies, I'm like, "Well, there's no way 
the adults watching Ace Ventura were like, this is great. Right, right. Yeah. But it also wasn't for them. And there's like a big generation who will be seeing these comedies now who, when they get older, will be very excited to quote these movies that are like shit on by critics and stuff like that the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, well, yeah, but I mean, Ace Ventura is very beloved by everyone. And I, I thought it was so funny. And I think about it sometimes how funny it is. Me too. But it's clearly not. People 20 years older than me, I don't think like Ace Ventura in any What I think is so funny is I still feel like more than half of people alive think that's what comedy is, where they're like, do Ace Ventura. Yeah. Or like, talk out of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't even think it's you coming up with it. They're like, I'm the funny guy uh, in my work because I say alrighty then. Oh, and I think, I don't don't even think that was. Is that what you guys do? I don't think that was surpassed until Anchorman. For (laughs) like, I think Anchorman is what replaced Ace Ventura as. I can say, have you ever been around the funny guy in the office? Because milk is always a bad choice for Eric. (laughs) And like stuff like that. They just quote Anchorman and it just crushes. I love, people say, I love lamp, and they're yeah. like, you go on stage and say, I love lamp for a living. Yeah. Oh, but I've seen people put San it in their Diago. Twitter bios where they're like, hey, I quote Anchorman. Right. And it's like, that's not a, enough for, to be a person. Yeah. Right. You have to fuck Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Topical. Yeah. Topical. We're going to take uh, him down. Wow. What is this, an expensive cream? Because boy, was that topic. He lost uh, 1,500 <laughs> followers in a whole week. Right. Um, <laughs> We got okay. Who wants to send us to? Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. So I do. Wanna, okay. So we're we're gonna take a quick <laughs> little break. Uh, and we're back. It was fun to see Christy completely bomb improvising into the break. I panicked. Uh, you said present. exactly what I said. I, did, I really panicked. Do you want to bring us back from the break? Yeah. Okay. And we're back from the break. <laughs> You're listening to Never Seen It with Kyle Ayers All right. uh, and Christy Cello. What are these little tiny cars at an amusement park that we can run into each other in? Because these bumpers are great. <laughs> oh. what, what am I better at bowling? Because these bumpers are really improving my experience. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at puns. I feel like I'm only here to write dialogue for Mr. Peanut Butter on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> Because I just love how he speaks in, like, like very long-winded puns. Here in Los Angeles puns. or here on this earth? Earth, for sure. For sure, earth. Uh, here in Hollywood, I like BoJack Horseman Hollywood. That's what yeah. they call it in someone like, I mean, you don't watch BoJack Horseman? Never seen it. Oh. They, Me neither. I've never like, seen it In, like, the second episode of the show, they steal the D off the Hollywood sign, and then everyone just calls it Hollywood for the rest of the show instead of putting the D back. I love that. Oh, wow. Uh, that sounds like a good show. It's a good It's a good <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun when you sum up a thing you really like and realize you're not selling it well and that they will now hate it? Yeah. No, <laughs> you're just like, no, 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 the horse talks, but as a human body. And you're like, what? what? Uh, what? Right. You're talking about sorry to bother you? Um, <laughs> I feel like I know it's coming and I'm getting excited about you it. You guys excited for the games? Oh, Act boy. three. Act and can three. I like, yeah. Do we need these instruments? You can grab the instruments at any time. Thank God. I really want to call that what a! This is truly a torture tactic of mine, which is put a xylophone just out of Christy Cello's reach that she can't use, and watch her eyeball a xylophone for an hour. Um, okay, so the first game we're going to play is called Before and Afters. Oh, you're going down, bitch. Okay, bitch. <laughs> So and now we're gonna get like blog posts. Sexist Caleb Sinan attacks friendly was, woman on podcast. I was looking at Kyle when I said bitch. writer of boy and Drew Barrymore characters taken down. <laughs> Signing off. Caleb's career ends. 
I hope I'm that frequent guest they like. <laughs> if you are enjoying this, uh, leave us a review on iTunes that says yeah. Caleb Sinan is my favorite reoccurring Let character know, reading Let me know out guest. of 10 well, how good I did this time. Or, or yes. if you like Dave Ross more, go ahead and... I like Dave Ross more. Yeah. 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 Um, Dave Ross dress for more. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Uh, there we go. Well, okay. So no one's had writer's block in this room but me. <laughs> never I mean, that me. wasn't a block. You ne- had a never right, wrote ready it. to go. That never was... wrote it. Um, <laughs> never wrote it. So this is before and afters. Okay. What we're going to do is, like, again, I told you we're going to, I'm going to tell you a movie title that is two movie or TV show okay. titles smushed together. Okay. And uh, you, I'll read you the plot. You and we have to guess what So, what for instance, is. if the plot was, this is one we use every time, if the plot was a uh, friendly robot shorts penny stocks to get rich on, on Wall Street, it would be the Wolf of Wally Street. Oh. Oh, we, we have to guess that title? You'll guess mm-hmm. the title. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I lost a lot of confidence. Because I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. All right. Oh, well, okay. That's a good reason to lose confidence. Just right. like, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to lose confidence, it should be because you think you'll be bad at it. Okay. <laughs> That's true. All right. Let's give, um, it, let's give it a whirl. This, this is a difficult one. This, okay. is a, this is a particularly difficult edition. I want to give a shout out to Janine, a fan of the podcast on Instagram, who sent in these titles. Janine, don't fuck me over. And I wrote these plots. Okay. Uh, number one. When a tornado rips through Kansas, a financial planner and his family are forced to relocate to Osage Beach, Missouri, to launder money for the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. The Wizard of Ozark. Yay! Whoa. Wow. I'm really happy and shocked to my color. <laughs> what if they're all the Wizard of Ozark with different plots written up? The next, <laughs> the next one's like, a girl has a dream where she's yeah. laundering money for... <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like Osage Beach. <laughs> All right, number two. The world's greatest detective and his weed dealer attempt to solve a murder on a European train while a dangerous drug lord and crooked cop chase after them. Can you repeat it one I more time? I forgot all of it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot every word. The world's greatest detective and his weed dealer attempt to solve a murder on a European train while a dangerous drug lord and crooked cop chase after them. Um, uh, um, is that Matt Damon movie? I don't think either of them are Matt Damon movies. Mission Impossible Polar Express. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the seamlessly smashed together Sick. titles of Mission Impossible Polar Express. <laughs> so it's a, the world's greatest de- detective. detective. The world's greatest detective and his weed, weed. his weed dealer attempt to solve a murder on a European on train. A murder? What's like murder on the train? Murder on the train. Murder Remember on the movie? Orient Express? Murder. That's one oh, of them. Oh, murder on the Pineapple Express? Yeah. Ah, that was teamwork. <laughs> oh. uh, however, how the teams have combined now that Caleb got one. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's here working together. Uh, if that shirt gets ten orders, you can have it. <laughs> uh, okay, last one. This is this one is incredible. Uh, sorry, this one is the Incredibles. I just gave it away. <laughs> You're so proud of your joke. Uh, I, well, I've been sitting on that for five weeks. All right, here's the plot. A down-on-his-luck male escort starts an intense, anonymous online relationship, but eventually discovers his online match is actually his business rival. You've got male gigolo? 
Yes. Are you for real? Deuce Bigelow, you've, you've got, got male gigolo. gigolo. Oh my god! <laughs> Just some more teamwork. Was, wow, <laughs> teamwork makes a dream work. So it looks like a teamwork makes a Pixar. It looks like we that came together incredible. and as a team, and you guys got three out of three as a team. Wow, what do we win? Uh, well, Caleb, the winner of the game, <laughs> gets four thousand dollars. Whoa! Dang it! Yeah. What if you came in second? Well, I mean, you know, that's great. Oh, all right. Well, thanks you for win, having me. You win the right to buy the Qui-Gon with the Jinned t-shirt from tpublic.com slash never seen it. Yeah. Uh, that's right. 14% off Qui-Gon with the Jinned. 14. <laughs> um, sorry. 14s get a percent off. Uh, <laughs> okay. Next game. Ooh. This okay. I have no idea how this is going to go. Oh my god! This game is called Rapid Fire Trivia about a movie. Love where it. if you've seen the movie, you're definitely going to do probably do better. Great. So what we need for this is Caleb to leave the room. All right. Bye. And Christy's going to answer 20 questions about a movie. I haven't even asked her if she's seen this movie or not. Okay. And then Caleb's going to come back in, and we're going to see who can do All better. Right. Okay. Later, Caleb. This is when I hand out the four thousand dollars. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I do. I do great under like. I e- I either think you have never seen this movie or you love this movie. Okay. Um, I just need to pull up the IMDb about the movie real quick. Oh my God, I'm scared as hell right now. Just have it be a movie I've seen. <laughs> it is too late to change. Just pick a movie that I've seen. Uh, all right, the movie is E.T. Great. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. This is rapid fire trivia about a movie where seeing the movie definitely would help you with the movie. Okay. The movie is Hocus Pocus. Okay. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, 20 questions. <laughs> rapid fire, you can kind of answer however fast you want. Okay? okay. Are you ready? Yes. Question one What year did the movie come out? 1993? Yes. Are you kidding? No, that's right. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, this is. <laughs> Wait, you're being serious? Yeah, that's the correct answer. Oh my god, I totally guessed. Question two, name two actors or actresses in the movie. Sarah Jessica Parker or Bette Midler. Yes. Uh, Question three, name two character names from the movie. Jinx or Binks. Yes. And, um, um, what's the girl's name or the boy's name? I don't remember. Um, Witch. (laughs) (laughs) You said it like you were going to pull one over on me. Uh, no, Sorry. Question four, within $5 million, what was the budget of the movie? One million. There's 28 million. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, think about the costumes. One? How much do you think Sarah Jessica I'm Parker really makes in a movie? with money. Okay. I for- oh, I forgot about paying $75. <laughs> Question five, within $7 million, what was the U.S. gross of the movie? Within $7 million? Yeah, you get a range. But it's no more than seven million. No, within seven million, like. Oh, I got it. Um, um, thirty-five million. Th- yes, you're within seven million. It's thirty-nine million. Question six: How long is the movie? Within ten minutes. Um, one hour and forty-two minutes. Yes, you're within ten minutes. Question seven: When the sisters find Thackeray spying on them, Thackeray. they cast a spell on him. His punishment is to live forever, living as what? I can't. Yes. Question eight. Before their execution, the Sanderson sisters cast a curse that will resurrect them when a virgin lights a particular candle on Halloween. What color is the flame? White. 
opposite. Red. Question nine. Question nine. There is one catch uh, to the spell. There is one catch to the spell that brings the Sandersons back. They must steal another child's youth before dawn, or else what happens to them? They oh they start um they age. They, they die. They die. They die. Question 10. Of old age. <laughs> of old age. Uh, don't talk yourself out of the question. Uh, question 10. On Halloween, Max resurrects the sisters by lighting the candle. Binks tells them to take what item from the Sanderson's house before escaping? Um. A broom. A spell book. A Question spell 11. Book. The kids think they caught the witches once and for all after they trap and burn them where? In a school? Yes. Question 12. Max and Allison read in the spell book that this one household item can protect them from zombies and witches. Oh, something like a salt. Sugar. Salt. Uh, you were right. For, I'm going to give it to you because you were going to say salt. Okay. Question 13. At the last minute, Max saves Danny from drinking the witch's potion by reminding them of the one thing that changed since 1690. 93. What's that? Um, I don't know. That kids? Uh, close. <laughs> Daylight savings time. But you were close with the MGMT song, Kids. <laughs> Question 14. After the witches are destroyed, what happens to Binks? He becomes a boy again. He dies he- and joins Emily in the afterlife. He does? This Great. Is, <laughs> I mean, that, he might be a boy. I haven't seen the movie. I'm just going off the trivia I think I should get a half point for that. We'll see if that's the tiebreaker. Okay. Question 15. What city is the setting of the movie? Um. Oh, Oh. it's in um, like a rural, like a Pennsylvania. Yes, it's a city. Think witches. Oh, Salem! <laughs> yes. Question 16. What phase of the moon does there need to be for the Sanderson sisters to come back from the dead? Full. Yes. Question 17. Name something other than a broom that the Sanderson sisters used to fly with. Um, a spell book. No, a vacuum cleaner or a mop. Oh. Question 18. What kind of candy does the master give out? Chocolate? Yeah, but more specific. Um, um, uh, M&M's? No. Question 19. What do the Sanderson sisters hope to accomplish by sucking the life out of children in Salem? They can stay young forever. Yes. Question 20. What is the cover to Winifred's unholy spell book made of? Oh, oh, like skin. Yes. yes. Let's see how you did. That was good. Thank you. That might be that might be up there for like the best someone's done. You got really? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, oh twelve. Out of twenty. Twelve out of twenty. That's not bad. All right, let's bring Caleb back in and see if he can beat it. I think he's gonna do well, actually. What if he straight up destroys it? I've never right. seen it. Really? Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. I'm scared that Caleb's gonna. I think he had seen it. Caleb, I think you've seen this movie. What do you think so? Are you just trying to throw me under the bus? No, oh. and I'm actually scared. <laughs> scared as hell right now. What is now. a scary movie? <laughs> scared as hell right now. I'm just really scared. As hell. Oh, the hell's not scared. <laughs> it's about hell. What'd you do on the break? 
I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> you try to throw me off so bad for. I don't know. You just seem like you did something sneaky. Like, all right. So you remember? You can see if you can either beat Christy's score, and if you do, you guys work together for it. Uh, oh, yes. Good teamwork here with teamwork. Caleb. All right, Caleb. This is rapid fire trivia about a movie. We're seeing the movie would probably help you with the trivia. Christy got twelve out of twenty questions right. All right. It is about the movie Hocus Pocus. I've not seen it. All right, yes! <laughs> Caleb. Watch him still, Vivi. What year did the movie come out? Oh, 96? No. Name oh. two actors or actresses in the movie. Bette Midler? Yes. Oh, that's all I got. Okay. Question three. <laughs> name two characters' names in the movie. Oh, which... No, but she tried to guess that, too. <laughs> which... That's what I said. Which bet? Ah, <laughs> I don't no, know. Not quite. Question four. Within $5 million, yeah, no. what was the budget of the movie? Ooh, twelve million? No, it is twenty-eight million dollars. That's crazy. Question five: Within seven million dollars, what was the U.S. gross of the movie? Oh, eighty-eight million. Thirty-nine million dollars. Question no. six: How long is the movie within ten minutes? Oh, <laughs> ninety minutes. Yes, that is within ten minutes. I specifically Whoa. gave that range, hoping people just guess an hour and a oh. half. Question seven. Uh, speaking of easy ones, when the sisters find Thackeray spying on them, they cast a spell on him. His punishment is to live forever as what? The toad? No. Question eight. It is a cat, but you're on the right area. Yeah. Question eight. Before their execution, the Sanderson sisters, whom with we're all familiar, uh, cast a curse that will resurrect them when a virgin lights a particular candle on Halloween. What color is the flame of that candle? Blue. No. That's, That's a good guess. I question did nine. Right? There is one catch to the spell that brings the Sandersons back. They must steal another child's youth before dawn or else what happens to them? They turn to stone. Ah, now they disintegrate. They oh. Uh, like Blade. Or oh. the villains of Blade. <laughs> Not question seen 10, Blade either. Question 10. On Halloween, Max <laughs> resurrects the sisters by lighting the candle. Binks, we all know, tells them to take tells them to take what item from the Sanderson's house before escaping? Uh, the uh, toaster. No. <laughs> What's a toaster? Question eleven. The kid, <laughs> the kids think that they caught witches. The kids think they caught the witches once and for all after they trap and burn them where? In the forest. No. Question twelve. Good, good guess. Max and Allison read in the spell book that this one household item can protect them from zombies and witches. Garlic. Salt. Great. Oh, guess. Question Garlic thirteen. Salt? <laughs> no, it's, it's no. It's an artisanal house. <laughs> um, at the last minute, Max saves Danny from drinking the witch's potion by reminding them of one thing that has changed since 1693. What is that? Um, wait, changed with what? At the last minute, Max <laughs> saves Danny from, ah, uh, the answer is daylight savings time. Is it really? Yes. Oh! Question 14. After the witches are destroyed, what happens to Binks? He uh, comes back to life. Sort of. He dies and joins someone in the afterlife. He does? Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, you're like worried about Binks? <laughs> yeah. I am. I got really attached okay, to Binks Okay, here we go, Caleb. This one you're going to get. This will be your first one you get right. Your second one. What city oh, is the setting good. for the movie Hocus Pocus? Is it... Uh, with witches. With witches. Salem? Yay! Whoa, Question buddy. 16. What phase of the moon does there need to be for the Sanderson sisters to come back from the dead? Full? Yes. Question. Oh, two in a row. <laughs> Can he roll the rest of them off? Name something other than a broom that the Sanderson sisters use to fly with. Um, uh, a plane? A plane! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might have been a trick one oh, that was too easy. Vacuum cleaner or mop. Vacuum. Question 18. What kind of candy bar did the master give out? 
Mars? Clark. No. Question 19. What Fuck do the Sanderson Clark sisters Clark. hope to accomplish by sucking the life out of the children in Salem? Eternal life? Yes! Ooh. Question 20. What is the cover to Winifred's unholy spellbook made of? Skin. Yes! Oh my God! Good finish here. How many did he get? Five. Five. For not even seeing the movie. Right. I haven't even wow. seen it. I haven't wow. seen a. Uh, uh, I haven't seen a five that didn't deserve to be here since Maroon at Whoa. the Super Bowl halftime show. Topical. Here's you know what? Honestly, wasn't that? Everybody's like it was a like it was. No, it's Maroon Five being Maroon Five. It wasn't. An assault on my senses. It was or an on. A, was it an a garlic on your senses? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why everybody was like furious. Well, the, the, the stakes are so high for the Super Bowl. Like it's not a normal show. Yes, they do what they always do, but like yeah. this isn't a normal concert. This is the Super Bowl. Right. right. I think what everyone so, wanted was uh, first off, Maroon Five's Lady not from Gaga? Atlanta. Right. And there's so many great musicians from Atlanta. Right. And half of Outcast was there. I know. And you could have. Adam Levine is not Andre Ice Cold 3000 and never will be. Yeah. It was weird uh, when he was just with Big Boy and yeah. kind of like bopping. Right. I like the he, way what I really love is here's how little Big Boy wanted to be there. He drove his car to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> he drove all the way to the stage. He did a verse of a song and he drove home. Yeah, I wonder. And it was probably $10 million. Who knows? Yeah. What do they pay to do that? I don't know. I'm sure. I think it's exposure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Wait, I can yeah. honestly see the Super Bowl being like we don't, or like some insane thing like that. Yeah. But then they, will, I don't know. But it's yeah, they think they got a, the Super Bowl has a lot of followers on Twitter, and they'll retweet everything you've been doing if you perform at the halftime show. Like they were saying for Tom Brady, this is great exposure for him having yeah. played in the game and stuff. And lot. he was the heat. A lot of his shots will be used around okay. online, right? And they're saying, you know, if he does well, I'm sure that someone will pay him to be in a Super Bowl. Totally exposure. Um, who knows for these punters. <laughs> I do think it was the worst Super Bowl show I've ever seen. Of I mean, all time. it wasn't, uh, it definitely didn't seem like, it seemed like that could have been what they threw together in two days where they're like, our, our halftime act canceled. Can we get Adam Levine to yeah. just come? <laughs> come by? I would have maybe take off his shirt. I would have preferred Prince today. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, like just sort of puppet him up there. Who's like a good one? Who did Prince. like a good Prince Gaga. was the best thing ever. Lady Gaga was pretty good. Beyonce. Beyonce yeah. was Even amazing. like Springsteen was good because he put his dick on that camera. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, I was into that. Um, I don't remember who was, was last. Which one was last year? Was that Lady Gaga? Last year was Justin Timberlake. Oh, I don't like Justin Timberlake and I'm mad that he did it before Janet Jackson got to do it again. I completely agree. Uh, and he, also, why can Adam Levine show his nipples but not Janet Jackson? Right. And that's a little, you know. I just don't like Adam Levine. Yeah, also, here's a... Uh, Adam Devine, very nice guy. Yes. Very funny guy. When I auditioned to be on Adam Devine's house party, the stand-up show, mm-hmm. I say, called him Adam Levine. Oh, and no. I do I think that affected my odds? No, because my set was not great. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it was a pretty good set. But then uh, the second I left, someone's like, you called him Adam Levine. He wasn't there. Wait, you know what I mean? But it was like, I brought him like Adam Levine's house party. So you were like. Which Adam Levine's house party is the same house party, but. Uh, straight edge. Uh, Wait, so, but when did you, re- like, during your audition, were you I was like, like, oh, it's good to be here, Adam Levine's house party. It, the way I casually said it sounded wow. like I on purpose called him Adam Levine. Well. Maybe uh, next time around. Maybe next season. 
of yeah. Adam Levine's house party. <laughs> I would watch Adam Levine's house party. That sounds like a reality show ripping off Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we bring in singers of a bunch of soft rock pop bands. <laughs> soft rock pop. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, pop, you can't call it pop rocks because otherwise everyone will pour them in Pepsi and die. Well, yeah. parody law. Uh <laughs> That's like, uh, you just like stealing money from a bank and you're like, parody law. Par- I was making fun of this bank. Not to be confused with the law if you repeat what someone's saying, which is parody law. Oh. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. This sounds organic. I love it. <laughs> this, is, this is as organic as the food I buy from Target. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're wrapping up here. If we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of the heads up card game. If you guys want to check that out, go to Stitcher on Stitcher Premium. We got a bunch more never seen it stuff. You can go check it out. We're gonna sit around. We're gonna play. But let everyone know where they can find you guys. Well, uh, Caleb here first. He's been on the podcast a lot. Let everyone know where you're at. Here's where I'm at. Twitter. Yes. Instagram. Get it. Vero. <laughs> no, no. Vero? Uh, Who would be on and that? And we'll tag in all the stuff for the yes. post. And, and, and Christy. My name is Caleb Sinek. Caleb Sinek. Chris- I love it. And I'm at, at Christy Cello. And if you're in Los Angeles, I'm doing a one-woman show on Thursday, February 21st at Dynasty Typewriter called It's Christy Bitch. So please come out. It's the first time time I'm doing the show on the West Coast. Please come out. Invite your Los Angeles friends. Come see it. And I'll be uh, in uh, Colorado uh, from uh, February 17th through the 23rd. I'll it be... sounds like you just invented a tour to avoid going to <laughs> Christie's show. <laughs> no, I can't go. Uh, but come, come, come see me. I'll be in Boulder. I'll be at the so Bohemian fun. Beer Garden on the seventeenth. I'll be at the Black Buzzard on the on the February twentieth. Uh, all over town. So send me things. Bitch, isn't that uh, <laughs> isn't that brewery there called Bohemian Rhapsudzy? Bo- Bohemian Rhapsudzy. Uh, and then thanks, guys, for listening. We remember we have our live show. What'll be next Tuesday, February 12th at Dynasty Typewriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it goes well, maybe we'll be able to do another one if you're in Los Angeles with Henry Zabrowski, John Gabris. It's, it's going to be so, so fun. So fun. Uh, and so, yeah, head over to Stitcher if you want to hear us play our final game in Stitcher Premium with Never Seen and Everything. Thank you, guys. Uh, and follow us, the show online. No one does. I think I never promote it. Follow, follow. Us on the show on Twitter and Instagram. You'll Thanks. get all kinds of goodies. And leave a rating that you like, Caleb. <laughs> It's a good show. <laughs>